Resident Evil 2002. Right. So this week we have watched, honestly, it was a really fun movie. Like, you know, it gets a lot of shit, but I love this movie. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Like, it's not good, but it is enjoyable. Also, don't think enjoyable. Yeah. I also don't think it's as bad as like one. I was going to say. Yeah. Like people make it out to be. And also that I remembered even myself it being right i almost wish i could get archer's opinion sometimes chiming in because like when i'm watching these movies i'm often like exclaiming vocally Uh and i just this movie i just kept saying i don't care i love this movie i love this movie like this is so fun i'm like there's so many parts i'm like oh that's iconic that's iconic that's like super iconic scenes and also like the things that i thought were bad about the movie to me are actually just reflective of like movie styles during that time period like the type of editing that was done the weird mm-hmm. jump cuts and the like how do i describe je sais quoi. that's what we kept using that term too je ne sais quoi. this is something about uh <laughs> the like action girl i guess is called mila jovovich type of character what is was very prevalent in the like mm-hmm. early to mid 2000s. 2000s all yeah. of those things were just actually just representative of the time and not that's actually was... like bad necessarily yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying this is such a like a trope filled movie both in visuals in storytelling in mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember that term i just watched a little video on it for like self-contained i didn't think about it but when watching the movie i'm like oh yeah i forgot this is not in real, real time, but it's essentially, you know, like that's another reason I like the movie is this movie starts and it's essentially like two mm-hmm. real time hours, you know? Yes. It's, I love that. It's so fun. <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed watching it. So mm-hmm. obviously it was made in 2002, very much reflected that in all of its respects. I do have to say for the time, the CG wasn't too bad. No, exactly. I said they had like the, the forethought to keep it mostly blurry because when you see the, the big creature, it's kind of like he walks by really fast. You don't right. really you don't right. really see it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It does look like they literally just ripped it from the video game and tossed it into the movie, which is like a yeah. questionable decision. But you know, right. for the time, not too bad, especially they wanted right. to like keep it within like the feel and the tone of the video games. It's honestly exactly. not too bad. The runtime was good. Please, modern film takers, take note. It was was 100 minutes. You know, we talk about that tight 90. Keep it tight. This is how long like an action movie should be. Like right now, we're kind of in the the space where we have movies that are regularly two and a half hours. If you have the type of story that lends itself to that length of time, that's fine. But Mm. like, let's be honest, most of them don't. Most of them is like, you could cut out a smooth 30 minutes and still be good. I was trying to, I wanted to like get the script downloaded and and like format it to do this. I might still later, I'll update if I do. But so much of this movie, I think is like action, 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 because literally I was like, I'm going to guesstimate five to maybe even 10% of the lines are somebody going like, go do the thing, do the thing. Go, let's hurry (laughs) up. Let's go. It's like, open the door, open the door, start the train, get it going. (laughs) Kate, it's like, it's like, you know, when you're playing these types of action video games and you just hear yes. someone's like, the NPCs, cl- exactly, the NPCs doing a clip in the background. They're just like, 
go to the train you're like oh i guess i have to go to the train <laughs> you yeah, have to literally. go like it, it was literally like yes yeah, so a chunk of the dialogue was definitely just like an npc rip just like tossed in <laughs> get the door get the door i felt so bad i was like i remember this for jp the guy who ended up like trying to crawl away which i didn't that was we'll get to that how did he survive i don't know i don't know but, and if he was like if he was gonna survive why did he tell him to leave i don't know but poor jp most of his character was just being told to open the door like like jp open the door open the door listen jp had a function and it was to open doors and he fulfilled that function mostly so you know his death was a good one i'm trying i'm trying yeah he, open he, the door. he opened all the doors all the doors were opened let it be known and you know what that's what he was born to do is to open doors <laughs> in this inexplicably evil organization <laughs> can we talk about that god um no wait let me just like quickly read like the imdb plot in case somehow oh, yes. anyone has not seen this movie so Absolutely. quote a special military unit fights a powerful out of control supercomputer and hundreds of scientists who have mutated into flesh-eating creatures after a laboratory accident generally correct generally yeah. a correct but I'd actually argue that that's only like the first half of the movie and then the rest of it is an escape. Yeah. Yeah. I love it because it's, it's get in and then escape out. That's what I have to kept saying. I was like, okay, listen, like it's going to sound like multiple grains of salt and like I'm just making excuses, but I was saying we'll get into it, but like we were kind of comparing it to the matrix mm -hmm. and he was saying like, cause they're both like very like early two thousands movies. And mm -hmm. this one even references that one with one of like the bullet slow-mos. Yeah. I was saying, I think personally, at the barest of bones, I think this is a better movie than The Matrix, just because if you take away the bad CGI, the <laughs> not great dialogue, <laughs> if you take away most of the movie, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but you have this cool, this cool premise of like this, this operative wakes up with no memory, but is told that she's an operative has to get into somewhere very quickly. We watch this happen in real time. And then once they're in, uh-oh, they actually have to escape out. And like a lot of times this movie like subverted your expectations of like what was going to happen because multiple times they set it up for like a dumb jump scare. Mm -hmm. And then and it's the other jump scare. It's the, old, it's the other jump scare. It's like yeah. you thought it was going to be like the zombie wakes up, but it's the dog jumps in the window or something like oh, man, that. Thought, dog. You thought it was going to be. Which a yeah. side note is a scene from the video game the dog the yeah. dog jumping through the i think that was four, and i thought they worked maybe? the references in well i thought they did it mostly mostly pretty well, pretty well. Yeah. yeah it's actually funny because i've never owned a resident evil game but i've been friends with you for so long that i've seen yeah. you play <laughs> multiple of them throughout our like teenagehood and like yes. i guess early adulthood so i've seen a lot of the gameplay and of course i've watched them on youtube as well but I've actually mm -hmm. like never owned a Resident Evil game. I know a lot of the scenes and a lot of the um lore. Uh, yes, thank lore. you. The, yeah. Though okay. So going to I guess the start of the movie, her whole waking up again, like a bit of fan service. She's like in the shower yeah. for some reason. Uh, you know, that's I what realized they that do. they bookended that too, with like the opening scene and like the ending scene right. when she wakes up. Yeah, I was like, oh okay. So like a Mila like bookend. <laughs> Mila nudity bookend. Yeah. Uh, the the director really just likes that line yeah, of her body, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> silhouette of her. You know, I guess sure. So she just like inexplicably wakes up and like doesn't remember anything. I do mm -hmm. question the like in-universe decision of pouring some kind of memory forgetting gas in there. For what reason? Why right. did they need to 
or is that a side effect? Maybe I missed that. I think they said it was a side effect, like of the develop something better, bro. Or even then, why did they? Why do you need the passing out? Why do yeah? Why do they have to pass out? Right. Again, weird in universe decision making on the part of Umbrella, which seems to just be an inexplicably evil organization who just evil. does evil shit yeah. for evil sake. So when I was on TV Tropes, which is definitely one of our major resources for this podcast, that is called Evil Inc. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the company just seems to like be doing and creating evil shit for just for no reason. What mm-hmm. is the purpose of the T-virus? Did we ever get that? What is the purpose of it? Why did y'all I make feel, this? See, yeah. Did they say in the beginning? There was all that text in the beginning. I should have like taken notes on it. Yeah. Honestly, this is a movie I found. I probably should have watched it twice this week because the first time, honestly, I was mostly just watching it. Honestly, yeah. And, and re- that's, I'm going to get into it too, but like rewatching it as an adult, I, I don't remember the last time I watched it. I thought it was more recent. I realized like how many classic movies they reference, like The Third Man, All Up and Down the Sewers and whatnot. Oh, you know, I have they, not watched many classic movies. In fact, I just no watched worries. Death Becomes Her this week. I've never watched oh. it before. I liked it. Yeah. It was fun. Did you, I thought, I seemed, I feel like you would like it. Yeah. Oh, and also, of course, growing up, I was, I mean, I'm still, I still like Alice in Wonderland, but I was super into it as a kid. And I love that, that whole trope. Right. Her right. name is Alice and she's going down the rabbit hole, but it's called The Hive. I think that was really cool too. I'm not going to lie to you. Didn't mm. clock that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't quite I just I was literally all. just that kid like Alice Alice in Wonderland <laughs> like, and just... that is clearly completely what they're referencing and I'm just uh-huh. out here like we so right after that like opening shot where she puts on her red dress and shorts combination which what apparently an iconic super iconic and apparently they like created that outfit because she's just supposed to be in a security uniform and uh- they didn't think it was sexy enough and especially yeah. again for the era, like super sexy action female was the jam. And in fact, that's kind of the whole series we're doing at the moment. Yes. In terms of outfits, I think, I mean, again, it, it's kind of because it's a bottle movie, but one for one dress to be like your dress. I feel like what a great one. Asymmetry was just becoming really popular mm-hmm. again, like silhouettes wise. For an action female lead especially during that time fairly functional and not super super showy it was fine like she was crazy showy she had shorts shorts. on under yeah that's (laughs) somehow a big thing she had flat shoes on which yes you never actually even in like modern superhero movies i always notice that while watching like like anything in the mcu scarlet witch black widow all the they're always wearing at least three inch heels and i'm like right for why who for what if you're out here running around trying to save the day or you know invade a hive of zombie creatures you're gonna want some flat boots practical preferably combat boots and then she gets a jacket i'm like you know what for a movie like this not too bad I mean, mm-hmm. really, you should be in the full security outfit for, <laughs> for protection. Right. But you know, if we got to have you sexy, this is 
not too I bad. just kept thinking, at least the people that came in the windows, we all saw that they had gloves. So why, when you first realize that they're trying to bite you, wouldn't you all be like, oh, let's let's Let, get our blah, gloves blah. and everything? Like, what blah, the blah. We're all wearing like canvas-based outfits. So it'd be hard, if not impossible, for them to actually bite or scratch through. Like human nails right. are not that strong. Not that, mm-hmm. Like you'd probably get bruised up from the biting, but you probably wouldn't get bitten through the fabric. Right. Exactly. Anyway, just before I forget from moving on from the dress, I just uh-huh. also want to say like, again, because I think it's so impressive just because it is a bottle real time, mostly movie. Mm-hmm. So she's got she's one outfit, one dress, whatever, one haircut. But somehow I feel like first, second, third act, we got different versions because she went from being like very prim and proper hair with the jacket, kind of like hunched, not sure what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the second act, her jacket was coming off, if not off. Her hair was a little bit dirtier, like it was like kind of getting kind of greasy, right? And then the third act, when she has all of her memories and like she's like full combat mode, the jacket's off. It's a little bit more wet and the hair is like wet, wet, messy. I was like, okay, we got like three distinct, you know, like there would be different runway stylings, if you will. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it also shows like character growth and development through her look in a very easy, Mm -hmm. but also believable way. It's not like- outfit. I just like, I love this movie. Yeah, it's not too bad, (laughs) honestly. So now we get to meeting some of the other characters, the security team that's going in. Michelle Rodriguez. Yo, that was, you know, that was going to be what we're talking about first michelle rodriguez so when i was younger basically around when this came out because what were we like 2002 9 10 so you were nine i was 10 at this time and i think for a lot of girls that is when you start to get into the i'm not like other girls phase absolutely (laughs) so i thought she i thought she in this movie and like all of her other movies at this time i thought she was just so so cool Mm-hmm. now as an almost 30 year old i'm like all right girl oh, Michelle. Like, <laughs> like one they're doing that whole like spicy latina trope which i kept saying is she trying to hood her eyes or are those her natural eyes because like she was just like yeah hooded the so- squinty <laughs> thing which was a choice for acting questionable yeah. She does what what a lot of, in real life too, a lot of women who think they're, quote, not like other women do, and they try to, like, outdo, out-tough, out-gross the men around them. Like, yeah. I'm tougher, bigger, badder. And I'm just like, girl, you could right. just relax. You're all right. <laughs> it was very of the time. It was also very Michelle Rodriguez. She still plays characters like this. I Absolutely. am not a fan, personally, of this right. choice of acting it could have been like an au of her of her fast and furious character like this one she's a she's a zombie hunter yeah oh my god this definitely could have been an au it would have been like what 70k (laughs) words on ao3 oh god we were saying that too because like i said we had just watched an episode uh a youtube thing on the bottle episode and they were referencing friends and we're like this kind of is kind of like a friends episode or it could be one like that in that Another thing that I felt like they kept trying to do, which was weird for a, a an action adventure horror zombie movie, was like they were all kind of flirty with each other. Yep. yep. <laughs> they were trying to be like everybody. subtly sexy. And I'm like, y'all. Um, yeah, like everybody was with each other. Perhaps not like, the time. 
Mila and Michelle, Mila and the guy was like report soldier, which so sad. He went way too early. I was like, oh, I, I didn't realize he went so early. I mean, it's been yeah. so long since I've seen this movie, but yeah, I thought he he died much later in the film, but he died in the first like thirty minutes. Yeah, um, though that death is one that's always stuck with me. The whole grid <laughs> of lasers just chopping right. into pieces, but. Which apparently now I know was a reference to Cube, which happened earlier. Oh. Yeah. Which I think you've seen, right? But like, I I remember this I way more Cube. than I remember Cube, right? Yeah. I, that's the thing. I barely remember it. <clears throat> right. I think I saw it on TV once, which basically <laughs> means I didn't see it. I saw it yeah, on um, not HBO, but uh, Cinemax or whatever. Yeah. One of those one? things. I saw on that. And now it's on YouTube for free. But <laughs> Bless YouTube. Sorry, interesting character in Michelle Rodriguez, aka mm-hmm. Rain. What's her character name? Rain, which is such oh, a 2002 I, character name. I know. Even though we Allison did know a Rain. Rain growing up, we did know one. Oh yeah, yeah. But she's not. I don't know. She was more like a hippie Rain name. She I was. Feel like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a Rain. Yeah, she did Rain. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> tough. I guess we should talk about like her, the husband character who. I never clocked his accent before, but my God, so the Irishness or whatever it was, Welsh Seven. or something, it was slipping. It kept through. coming out. I was like, I've never noticed this, but my God. Yes, <laughs> just slipping through. Uh, yeah, he was interesting. And he was like also played into the subverting your expectations because the whole time you're like, Mila, Mila, you you cross them? What? Why would you do that? Right. And at the end, it was, it but was yeah. him all along. Why did he release the T virus down there after he stole the antidote? It was was it so no one they couldn't develop anything further? I think it was he wanted he did want to bring them down per his fake wife, but real sex partners. Uh huh. I don't know what to call her, right? But Uh. wish like I think he did want to fulfill that for her, but then also didn't want her to. I don't know. He wanted her to run away with him or something. I don't know. I don't know. Like I I watched it and I don't know. I don't know. Right? Because I couldn't tell if he was anti her. I think it was like, I did this for us, babe. But if you're not with me, then fuck you kind of thing. Ooh. That's kind of what I got. (laughs) Yeah, very toxic. Yeah, very, very toxic 90s or 2000s male. But I don't know how to fit this in. Sorry. But I wanted to mention the fashion wise really fast. And I skipped over the early uh, intro part of the movie. Mm -hmm. All of the doctors in their white outfits. And then it started raining. I was like, this is a 2000s music video or a late 90s (laughs) music video. (laughs) So the beginning scene, kind of, I guess, almost a cold open, but not quite. Again, a very- The only part out of real time. Right, right. right. It was like before all the events Mm -hmm. of the movie. And honestly, a very iconic like set of scenes. So yes, especially the elevator scene. Again, that has been in my mind since I saw it the first time ever. Even though like, again, like in universe character decisions, I'm just, I mean, like, I know you just heard the other elevator like drop to its death. Right. But like that gap is perhaps six inches. I don't know why you thought your <laughs> shoulders and hips could fit through that we're gonna make it she's like just push me i'm like you're gonna break your clavicle your shoulder like you're not fitting girl at the least right yeah it's not happening Uh, but it was it was good it was it set up a lot of where the monsters would be in in mm -hmm. the later movie yeah it wasn't like the jump scares then like made sense because you kind of were like oh yeah there was that yeah yeah, they were yeah exactly Mm -hmm. it it all made sense Mm -hmm. I do question the AI killing everyone in such like a gruesome way. In fact, if you're building a system like this in universe, Mm -hmm. the easiest way would be either 
maybe three ways. One, some kind of poison gas. It could be no smell, no taste, no nothing. Boom, everyone's dead. Two, right. <laughs> it's an underground sealed facility. Take all the oxygen out. Again, everyone would just die because there's no air. Or three, right. super oxygenated the air, set a match or some kind of fire source and everything would just catch fire and burn itself out. Which would probably out. be the safest in the toxic, I don't know. Well, yeah, in the sense of having like toxic airborne stuff. Air, yeah, yeah, some kind of airborne chemical virus, which I'm like, I don't really feel like y'all know what a virus is, but... <laughs> They didn't consult any any scientists on this movie. It was all well. They kept calling the vaccine an antivirus, and I was like, "Nope, that's uh-huh. not that. Uh-huh. That's not that." Right. Especially now that we're in a panoramic, so like we hear <laughs> we hear those terms every single day, and I'm like, "Very triggered." Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag triggered. It's like, oh, you're gonna release like a global fucking plague. Thanks, guys. Um, so again, questionable decision from the AI to like kill people in all these random ways. And especially that it wanted to like kill, I guess, like all the other specimens, that yeah. creature thing. Uh, yeah, I know. The, I know the other one is Nemesis, but I don't know what that one's name is. Nemesis. Put him in the Nemesis program. Oh, and the oh. crowd goes, oh, Nemesis. <laughs> so cool. So um, 2002. <laughs> right. <laughs> I almost, yeah, I almost feel like her being so heinous and cruel was just kind of like another opportunity for them to like scary it so they're like let's reference 2001 like oh scary evil computer like on top of zombies for (laughs) sure i think that's also why she had a british accent i guess um yeah british accent colored red all that jazz exactly i do they didn't mention this on tv tropes but i feel like having like a tiny british girl who's evil is a trope in itself i think Um, so too yeah because I've seen it not in, just in this, but also there's this horror podcast and like the the host or the framing of the podcast is like evil entity that takes the form of this tiny British girl who has a questionable accent, just like in this movie. Oh, I couldn't tell if it was a fake accent or she just was like reading all of these words for the first time. But that, like, that's <laughs> what kept occurring to me. I was like, oh, she's trying so hard to pronounce all of this. Like... <laughs> So, oh man so difficult for her it, but it kind of worked because it was like a robot processing it kind of thing you know yeah. and it's like it, it worked it worked in a way i forget i wish i'd written down the main quote but it was like there was like one string of like four syllable words that was like so you can tell she was like breathing <laughs> it was so cute listen if they got some seven-year-old to read all this it's gonna be right. difficult for her and you know how precocious all British children sound for some reason? Oh my God, like, I know. I think it's the accent or like, I don't know what it is, but they always sound like, like are you just a computer. tiny adult that was shrunk down? Unsettling. They made the AI evil or at least seemed to be evil, which again, she wasn't. And I kind of do wish that they had portrayed it in more of like the realistic way. I know it wouldn't have fit with the movie because the movie is very what it is. Right. But... If they had made it so it's just like no one talked to it, like like they didn't ask why did you kill these people, like what was the purpose behind it, and also she didn't tell them. Well, she she did say like I don't deal in I don't deal in chance. I had to kill like. (laughs) Okay, then be like okay. If it gets out, these are the consequences. So therefore, it's better that I kill these. What was it like five hundred people who live and work here? Yeah, and to let it out into the city, which um, that's another trope. Everything that happened in this movie was for nothing all for nothing right they tried i guess and then as we see at the end didn't Didn't even matter 
Yeah, that was so upsetting. I think they kind of, they, the, the interesting part was that they kind of hinted at it right before they got to the surface and they took away Ben, I think his name was. Is that his name? Or, I have no idea. Matt, I, should, Matt, I should start writing down Matt. character names. I don't know. It was something very just, boring. yeah, Matt. Okay, Matt, I think. The nemesis guy. Mm-hmm. And that JP, JD, you know, struggled so hard to survive because they even, they're like, oh, is he going to kill himself or is he going to kill the one zombie? Oh, he killed the one zombie. So he finally, he like somehow gets out of that, make catches up with them, gets the train going again. And then that thing that we can't remember its name snatches him out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Like he, he like survived the whole movie when all of the better people died. Mm-hmm. He finally made it and then it was for nothing. I think it's kind of, so they kind of foreshadowed it a little bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, and then like, oh, guess what? The whole movie. Rain was Doesn't the matter same. that they Rain oh, yeah, was a character like yep, that. Yep, yep. I mean, she got the bite. She got bitten actually a couple times. Like, girl was hella infected. They said just one scratch. So right, she was, and she was just she had her hands up in their mouth. <laughs> like, so you know, we're 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 all, all over the place as we talk about these movies. I'm and sorry, I'm sorry, are, girl. I don't care. Y'all are fine with it. It's fine. <laughs> like, honestly, we encourage we you talk? to watch these movies before listening to us talk because it just makes more sense. So kind of going on to like touching on that scratch thing and her getting bitten a bunch, the zombies in this movie, one, you can tell the time period because zombies now are extremely grotesque, a lot more done up, even if they're fresh zombies, they're a lot more gory and look dead in comparison to this, which looks like it looks like someone had a a dark eyeshadow palette and like, yeah, just yeah, a smoky eye and yeah. touched him up a bit, which maybe <laughs> honestly, like for like actual fresh zombies, maybe that's what they would look like because they didn't die in mostly bloody ways. Um, yeah, just kind of purple. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess purplish. I don't have much experiences with seeing corpses, so who knows? But the zombies were semi-intelligent. Again, the rationale behind that was like fake science, which of course it is. Your body mm-hmm. does not have anything left in it after you die. You were just dead. Yeah, like semi-recognition of the sister with the brother, right? Was, like, what are we implying here? And I've seen a bunch of the other movies, and maybe that is expanded upon, but again, I haven't seen them in many, many years. But, so. but I don't, but see, the first one really, like, they kind of obviously tr- were trying to set it up for a sequel. I think that was more for, like, guaranteed profit. I don't think they had thought that far ahead no. in a lot of this. And I think they, like, they kind of retconned a lot of themselves as they went along, too. 100% sure. Because so, they could just be like, actually, they weren't even a lull. They were doing X, Y, and Z. It'd be super right. easy because the plot doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like it, it'd be super easy. Exactly. You know, Michelle Rodriguez getting bitten a bunch of times. And then was it JD who gets pulled into the horde of zombies and then Booty gets pulled out? And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. JD, like, it doesn't, it didn't make sense. His- I guess they don't have very good grip strength because, right. like, I don't know, five, 10 of them are grabbing you and then Michelle could just Hulk strength them out. Right. Nobody could grapple. It was kind of like, I almost, I'm like, not sure if they were referencing like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon or like the Matrix or whatever, but it was very much just, just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, but no actual pain was happening. I don't know. It was weird. It's like, he should be, have been grabbed by tons of people. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't right. Know. That is another trope I read on TV tropes. I can't remember the name right now, but that that is actually one of them. That is like, <laughs> there was all this action, but not much like consequence for it. Like, right. much 
blood or injury or anything also mm-hmm. that this is apparently like some elite tactical team and um, that sucks at stuff yeah they're just not very good yeah <laughs> the like, nurse is just like huh i wasn't paying attention what yeah like, huh what oh, i was just looking over here what i lost my thing do you have the thing where's my gun like and then they don't get any zombie in the head i mean like i'm more like for me i'm like where are your melee weapons oh yeah i don't have like they don't even have gloves on so how are they gonna have melee weapons? facts i mean no gloves no helmets no nothing they started with them though they started with all of that they, they just had nightsticks on the floor. i think they had everything <laughs> i forgot in the last room like this is the elite force and like all right guys a modicum of professionalism would be appreciated they didn't even go pee moment. before they left yeah 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 some dude has to pee gotta go in the corner some mess oh my god honestly like the movie plays out exactly how you think it would it's it's very a equals b equals c it's very very simple but it is very enjoyable to watch it's linear which i feel like a lot of movies now try to not be linear which doesn't make a movie better i just have to say please filmmakers it's Um, just a trope of the time now i yeah it is it is just our time trope just like in books and i know this is a little bit off topic but in books right now having like multiple povs is very 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 common all of game of thrones and honestly Mm -hmm. sometimes i don't want to read from the perspective of 10 different characters i just want to read from one right i want to know what this person's experience is right right and also i don't want to be like some like omniscient reader i want to know what the character knows but tropes it's, it's, of our it's, times it's harder to do that though which is why it's it's almost it's much easier to just be like and here's what this character's doing and here's what this character's doing i, I think like, it's lazy i know mm-hmm. i know it might surface level as like seem more complicated but i agree with you it is maybe not like lazy i'm not a creator so maybe i shouldn't say I, that I mean, but for I the readers because- i don't get the depth of a story that i would unless you're going to have 20 books that you're never going to finish Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's harder to build upon one narrative yeah. throughout a long time than it is to because it's I mean there's you just have to tell little vignettes when you're jumping around like that you know it's not as but it's hard to find things right now that don't have that like that's the trope in books the trope in movies mm-hmm. right now is definitely time skipping out of order Christopher Nolan's very Space. good for that it's just like a lot of space movies too which i think lends itself to the time thing for sure i think they're i think i read that like when people get uh stressed out about this world's problems they start making a lot of outer world movies which makes sense (laughs) yeah (laughs) and we've seen a lot i think we've seen a huge increase of both like creatures coming from the outer space and us going outer space Mm-hmm. And that just lends itself to the time thing and like the, it's a different world. I mean, obviously Marvel has, Obvious, the, yeah. is, they're like, guys, we invented AU. And it's like, no. No. <laughs> As a ardent fanfic reader from age, let's say seven, yeah. I can tell you, you are not. Um, all this to say that that's why I appreciate this movie so much because yeah. just it is what it is. It's tight. Yeah, it's it, ep- it's like you you know what's gonna come next, but it's done. It's quickly done. So you're like, okay, sure. Yeah, moving sure, on. sure. Having a good time. Having a good time watching good it. Time. <laughs> Movies don't have to be one perfect. Two, this like uh, uh, how do I say like this like this oh huge themes that are talking about the larger society and actually we're we're not referencing this and that I do like movies like that but mm-hmm. not every movie has to be that you could just watch a movie be, yeah 
and it could big just blips be... in the history of movies right, right? but it, it just yeah yeah fun movie to watch yeah, fun exactly like, you go in uh, i think they're commonly called popcorn movies this is very much a popcorn movie you go in you get your popcorn you enjoy yourself watching it and then mm-hmm. you know you don't have to think too deeply after it i do like both exactly. types but i feel like we definitely have moved away from having good popcorn movies we still have them but they're not very good because a lot of them are sequels to remakes to sequels like they're exactly you know this well, didn't know it was going to be what it like it the, did the not huge know. franchise was going to be <laughs> yeah. you know yeah not it was yet just like so it doesn't mm-hmm. suffer a lot of those problems yet because it's the first one honestly this might be the first movie to really really do that to like it, it might was. have set I the trend so. for the complaints i was just having I think so. Well, that one and like the very first X-Men, I think they were the same time-ish. Mm-hmm, they both mm-hmm. kind of like didn't know. And I think they were both really good for the time. For the it's time, like, yeah. you know, they led to what has now become a crazy, crazy sequel war. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I expanded universes. Though I think I stopped watching the Resident Evil movies after four or five, Extinction, Three I think. Four. Yeah, I watched. Are we going to watch them all? We can definitely watch them all. As soon as I said that, I'm like, oh. Yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> I think we'll enjoy it for the first couple. And then as we start mm-hmm. to get five, like, six, oh, seven, we'll. Like, how does this happen? Why does this yeah, happen? We'll be like, why are we doing this? Because <laughs> as we talked about, this movie is like a hundred minute movie. I think the movies start to get longer as well. Like, yeah. longer, more convoluted, less fun, and more just like, all right. right. So. But Maybe we could watch the first couple and then see how we feel if we want to keep going. Uh, I'm sorry I keep jumping around, but I just remembered something that I said to Archer too that I wanted to. Just jumping back to you saying about like movies today want to be like this grand, meaningful kind of mm-hmm. almost like they want to. They're all like trying to be a Yonsei song, is what I would be saying. <laughs> also, I think to go on that they're all trying to be okay weird analogy but like mini mansions today okay they look like they're trying to be little mini estates great great homes and then i would say though that's the the modern movie this is like a haunted house but if you go into the bones of the house it's got good bones this (laughs) evil has great bones okay (laughs) and these mini mansions they're not not good if you take away the built like shit time aspects yeah yeah oh 100 percent they're not good. 100%. I, I seriously stand by. I know I keep like just coming hammering hard and trying to fight. Nobody's fighting me, but like, hot takes. I hot takes with Kate. Yeah, <laughs> I just, this is a good Bones movie. Like, I can't really think of movies that I've seen that have this same, like, get in, get out real time. Like, cause there's like what Ocean's Eleven and stuff. Like, heist movies are similar. Heist to movies, this. yeah. But like but action movies, though, action mm. heist zombie memory loss movies right and i love it for its tropes yeah yeah i i think this is really fun i love that they made this movie i like that we're revisiting it because it definitely gets a lot of shit it's kind Mm -hmm. of like maybe four or five years after it was made then people started really giving it shit and, and people have really looked down on it since then but i don't really think it deserves that to be honest i think they think of the franchise first you know right. yeah they think of right like, oh, instead yeah, of yeah, the movie but the movie itself not is not fair. actually that bad like i'd probably give right. it like a b yeah, yeah i think like so b. b plus honestly yeah, i i really enjoy bad. it acting like is it questionable at times the dialogue is trash dialogue is like what can they bad. even do with it <laughs> for just watching a movie to enjoy watching a movie it's good the end part of them setting it up for a sequel was 
done as well as you could expect and it made oh, you excited for the mm-hmm. next movie that's like the the feeling it left you with at the end so that's a we didn't a, know what it was going to be but we were excited right. yep right <laughs> a good tight ending i'm not gonna lie i kind of do want to watch the second movie now same because i don't I remember it worth. let's try and then while this one's still fresh in our minds we'll be able to compare it you know for sure and be that's like for sure maybe not so good go ahead and also the music i don't think we talked about but the music was super super iconic i think like i hear that like i know that not like metals 90 techno Mm -hmm. sounds were very of the time but when i hear that specific metal sound (laughs) yeah it's it's uh very of its time again but yes it is very iconic for the rest of the evil series i wonder if they developed the music like as the series progressed through the years, I wonder if they changed it from that like metal techno to right. like something different, like kept the same melody and chords and all that, but changed the genre a little bit. Right. I'd be curious to know. I'm trying to find out just who did the real music, like the actual, that theme that I think of, of Resident Evil, like that intro and outro like mm-hmm, song, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I'm looking on Wikipedia of musician, like the music credits, and it's all like Slipknot, Marilyn Manson. That makes sense. Uh, Romstein, Depeche Mode. I'm like, wait, did did Marilyn Manson do the? Well, yes, he did. Marilyn Manson did the Resident Evil main title theme. You know what? That makes sense. I'm learning. He also, did Slipknot did music for like Queen of the Damned? All these big bands were making oh, yeah. like music for these Queen movies the at this time. Oh, by the way, we're adding Queen of the Damned and Interview with a Vampire to our list. I think Absolutely. that should be. I think October should be like horror question mark. Yeah, chef's kiss, like movie month where we're watching like Queen of the Damned, Interview with the Vampire. I'm sure there's some other ones in there that fit. Maybe we could save Underworld for then. Yeah, maybe save Underworld for for October. Especially now that we're kind of adding Resident Evil in now, we can kind of shuffle the schedule. Mm -hmm. But overall, honestly, enjoyable. If you haven't seen this movie and you just have like a, boring hundred minutes yeah it's like a wednesday evening nothing to do toss this on you know watch some early 2000s action turn your brain off don't think too hard just enjoy enjoy it all right guys so next week we'll be probably talking about resident evil 2 yes talk to you next week maybe another yeah we'll see who knows let's see how long we can stretch this resident evil (laughs) thing out too (laughs) (laughs) i'm down to try yay All right. Bye. Bye.